Good morning, everyone. The sun is out. I was up before the sunrise, as always, but I decided to kind of take a little morning to myself this morning and um, do a little bit of a later episode. But what I wanted to talk about today is this, because I see it everywhere. I've done it before. (laughs) And it's a little bit more of like an explanation on limiting beliefs, but here it goes. Do not let someone else's limiting beliefs limit you. Let me repeat that. Do not let someone else's limiting beliefs limit you. Like I was saying before, you can take inspiration from other people's affirmations. Absolutely. You can take inspiration from coaches, from teachers, from people that you work with, from people that you watch on YouTube, from podcasts you listen to, even mine. Like, <laughs> take all the inspiration you want from the affirmations and the meditations that I've done in previous episodes. Go ahead and use it, boo-boo. Do you. But do not allow someone else's limiting beliefs to limit you. Because as soon as you start doing that, that causes you to waver. Not only does it cause you to waver, but it causes you to limit yourself. It causes you to say, oh, well, I shouldn't do X, Y, Z because that's limiting. Or that energy is negative and icky and it's just going to push things away from me. I don't know why I did the voice, but I always do the voice whenever I'm like, you know, trying to say that you shouldn't listen to um, other people's rhetoric. But my point is, is that you can take inspiration. Absolutely. Be inspired. Take that inspired action. Let someone else's words and affirmations and motivation and other things Let that motivate you and light a fire under your fucking ass. But, you know, when you listen to someone else's limiting beliefs, such as, say there's a coach saying, um, you know, if you are trying to manifest something, you want to manifest it, sure, but you want to stop thinking about it. You want to say that it's already yours and then just stop thinking about it. Okay, well, naturally, you're going to think about things. You're going to think about your specific person. You're going to think about the money that you want. You're going to think about the car that you want. Because on the flip side, you've got that same person saying, you should visualize it and you should loop it in your mind and you should do X, Y, Z and you should do this technique and this technique and this technique and... Here's all of these 57,000 techniques. You got so many techniques, you don't even know what to do with them. You got more techniques than you got underwear. <laughs> you got more. <laughs> you, look like, you look like one of those people who just has like all of these products in their cabinet and barely uses any of those products, okay? Like, and, and no shade. No shade on having like multiple products. I, I, I have like... worth of makeup that I rarely ever use. (laughs) So, (laughs) but, um, my point is, is that 
If you're overloading yourself with someone else's limiting beliefs, but then also listening to them say that this is what you should do and telling you what you, quote, shouldn't do, hang it up. Hang it up. Hang it up. I even look back at some of my old episodes and I'm like, oh, hang that up, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and and it's and it's so funny that I've only been doing this for like four months and like I'm just like, ugh, hang that belief up. Throw that belief out. <laughs> Throw that belief out. We, we, we vibing on some new energy now. <laughs> but my point is, is that when you listen to someone else's limits and you only take what they say you should do, you're letting someone else have the power and tell you what you should do, especially when it comes to the law of assumption. I keep saying it and I'm going to repeat it. The law of assumption is based off of your assumption, what you are telling yourself, what you are assuming to be fact for you, what you are assuming is possible for you, what you are telling yourself every single day, day in, day out, what you are choosing to affirm for yourself, what you are choosing to write down in your notebook, what you are choosing to affirm for yourself and loop in a meditation, what meditations you're choosing to use that maybe somebody else has already created, but it works for you. What you are choosing to do for yourself, that is the law of assumption. It's not just someone else's rules. Because if you're just taking it at face value as someone else's rules, you don't understand the law. The law can work for you based on how you say that the law works for you. For example... If you've been affirming and scripting and meditating and manifesting for two weeks and you still haven't seen your manifestation come into your life, or if your manifestation has come to you and then you stop affirming and you stop doing the things to to say that, oh, yes, you still deserve it and that you expect it to happen. And then you wind up losing your manifestation. It's because you, you said, oh, I've already got it. I don't need to do anything to keep it. And maybe that can work for you. Maybe that does work for you where you're just like, I don't need to do anything to keep it. I just keep it by being my authentic self. And that can totally work for you. Totally fine. You don't need to affirm like a banshee if you don't want to. But it's based off of what you tell yourself is possible. Not what... Somebody, t- somebody on YouTube tells you not what somebody that you've worked with and paid money for to work with as a coach tells you, not somebody that whatever, they can give you the tools to put you in the direction that you want to go, especially if you've paid for their services. If, if they're a coach who, and you really got to watch out for the coaches because some of them are just in it for the money because they know that it it does make money because they know that it's a really good market and others are in it to be like, Hey, I'm sharing my experiences. And then now people are asking for tips from me and people are asking for advice from me. And from that point of people asking for the tips and advice and the, and the whatever, that's when they decided, okay, I'm going to be a coach in this and I'm going to start providing this service. I'm going to provide this service, not because I want to make the money, not because I'm worried about the money, not because I give too much of a shit about the money to be able to inflate my ego, but because people are wanting to work with me. People are wanting to connect with me. And 
So if you're, if you're working with a coach who's like that, who's just like, you know, yes, I, I do charge a service fee to work with me, but I'm going to give you the tools and you use them how you see fit. That's totally fine. That's totally fine. I mean, shit. One of my best friends is a holistic health coach. She does Reiki. She does um, uh, extractions. She does all kinds of different stuff. She's got her PhD in metaphysics. And she's a fucking badass, okay? And I highly recommend people to go to her for for Reiki healing and all of these different things. And, oh, she's also a life mapping coach. (laughs) I keep forgetting that she does that because it's just like... She's just a holistic health practitioner, and, and that's what I see her as. She's a metaphysician, and she's a boss. So, and, and like, I'm just like, I forget all of what she does, but she does some great shit, you know? And um, so I always talk about that. Uh, and But the thing is, is that, like, I would totally recommend people to go to her. And whenever she gets with a client, she does give them the tools, But as far as, quote, making them do what she would do or giving them advice from a standpoint of this is what I've done, this is what I think you should do, and this is the only way that's going to work for you, she is totally not like that. She's just like, look, you've, you've asked to work with me. I've given you the advice. I've given you the tools. I've given you the worksheets. I've given you uh, this. I've done the Reiki for you. Now it's up to you to utilize what I've worked with you on to forge your own path from from this point on. You can continue working with me and I will happily continue working with you. But what I'm giving you, what I'm providing for you in this service is advice that you have asked for, suggestions that you have asked for, tips that you have asked for, work that you have asked to have done. But it's up to you to chart your own course in the rest of your life. I'm not here to pressure you to grow in a way that you're not ready to grow yet. And not only that, I'm not here to pressure you to use my method. Even though my method is tried and true for me and it helps and it works for other people. Because it's a method that does work and it's a method that she believes in. But she understands that not every single point of the method to a T is going to work for every single person that she works with. That there's going to be other things that she's going to have to incorporate into that same method. And she's going to have to adapt and adjust to each client that she works with. Because each client is coming from a different background. Each client is coming from a different belief system. Each client is coming from a different point in their healing journey. Not every single method that she throws out there is going to work 100% to a T for each client the exact same way that it worked for her and that it worked for Joe Blow over here and that it worked for Sandy, Sandy D over here. Rest, rest in peace, Olivia Newton-John. I don't know why I said Sandy D. But <laughs> you know, my point is, is that when you're listening to just what someone is, is telling you, and you're listening to their limiting beliefs, such as, oh, you should stop thinking about this thing, and then it's going to come a lot faster. 
It's not that you should stop thinking about it. It's that you should stop attaching so much meaning to it that it consumes you to a point where you don't think about anything else. For example, with a specific person, if all you're doing is manifesting a specific person and all you're thinking about is your specific person and all you're worried about is your specific person, one, your specific person is going to pick up on this needy energy. And if you're throwing out that needy energy and you're throwing out this desperation energy, nine times out of ten, you're going to get a negative result. Because you're so clingy on just the one thing. And all you care about is just the one thing. And you're not even prioritizing yourself because you're prioritizing that person more than you're prioritizing yourself. And your self-concept is, is kind of, you know, and your mental diet is, is, not, is not good because all you're focused on is the mental diet and the concept towards that person. And then everything else in your life is starting to crumble. Because all you care about is that person. All you care about is being with that person. You're seeing that relationship and you're putting it on a pedestal and you're saying, this is the only thing in my life that's going to make me happy. Only thing. I can't be happy on my own. I can't be happy doing anything else. It's just this person. Now that's where you're going to falter. That's where you're going to falter when you're not even focused on any other aspect of your life but the one thing. Right? But when it comes to thinking about your specific person, absolutely. Think about your specific person. And if you want to affirm for yourself that the more that you think about your person, the more that you have those positive thoughts towards your person and the more that you transmit those, you know, good thoughts and those good visuals and everything like that, then yeah, you can affirm that the more that you think about your person in that way, the more that they're thinking about you in the same way. The more that you miss your person, the more that they miss you too. The more that you um, you do whatever, the more that it's going to come to you. You can totally affirm that for yourself if that's what works for you. But when it comes to somebody else telling you to to stop what you're doing if it's already working for you, don't listen to it. Don't listen to it. I I follow I followed before so many different people um, within the law of attraction communities, law of assumption communities, all of these different things, and there are so many people that I followed that have literally just given me more limits <laughs> than anything. And then I said, you know what? Fuck that. I'm limitless. <laughs> And you're, you are truly as limitless as you believe yourself to be. And, and I say that not to be some, you know, pompous, you know, and, and some egotistical twat. But I say that to say that if you're not putting limits on yourself to what you can do and to what you can have and to the life that you can live then you are limitless. When you tell yourself that you can go for that job or that career or, or you can go back to school for a, new, for a new path in your life or you can have that relationship because you know that you deserve it or you can have that money because you know that you deserve it and you, and you decide right here, right now that that is your assumption. 
then don't limit yourself. Don't limit yourself. One of the ways in which I stopped limiting myself was I did at one point go on dating apps. I did have profiles on dating apps. I had a profile on Hinge. I had a profile on Tinder. I had a profile on Bumble. And guess what? Within the first couple of like weeks or months or whatever, I think I think it took me a couple of months to delete my Hinge profile. Oops. But uh, <laughs> I just wasn't on it. I didn't have the app on my phone. I just forgot to deactivate my profile. Um, but I was on the dating apps for a while. And I just, every time I would get on them, like something just felt off. And that was my intuition kicking in saying, this isn't for you. This isn't the way to find your person. This isn't, nah. You know, you already have an idea of the type of person that you want to be with, the type of way that you want to feel in your love life, the type of love that you can give to yourself before you even meet that person. And yeah, (laughs) so I I was limiting myself by saying that the only way that I was going to ever find somebody was through a dating app. No. (laughs) Um, You know, and and I knew that I wanted to be in a relationship with somebody who felt more like my best friend. So that was where I started focusing my manifestation when it came to a specific person. Um, I still have this, this, you know, image of that person in my head and the type of person that I want to be with, etc. And I'm not clinging to it. I'm not desperate for it. I'm not putting it on a pedestal, but I do think about what I want. And I do, you know, say that, um, I, I have that and I can have that and I deserve that. And I deserve that relationship. And the same thing with money. Like I stopped thinking that I could only get it from one source. I have multiple sources. I I do the podcast. I do, I have a YouTube. I, I have my website. I, you know, I'm, I'm going for another degree so that I can do something else that I want to do. So yeah, I stopped limiting myself. I told myself, look, I love myself. I'm happy. And I want to continue to be happy in my life. I'm going to do things that are going to expand and, and help me evolve. I I am going to do things that are going to help me expand myself. Not just because I feel like, you know, the, the gold is at the end of that rainbow. (laughs) Um, I'm not just looking at the end goal. I'm not just looking at the end result. I'm being happy in the, in the wish fulfilled now because I am fulfilling my own wishes. Does that make sense? So when you're out there looking for manifestation techniques, when you're out there affirming, when you're out there assuming, when you're out there doing your do, when it comes to manifestation, just remember one thing. Remember, remember a couple of things. Remember these three things. One, you are a master manifester. Full stop. End cap. Two. Don't allow other people's limiting beliefs limit you. And three. The law of assumption is the law of your assumption. Okay? So let's repeat. Rule number one. Thing to remember number one. You are a master manifester. Thing to remember number two. Don't let other people's limiting beliefs limit you. And rule number three. The law of assumption is the law of your assumption. Okay? 
I would quote Genie at this point because I almost did, but um, I don't want to get copyrighted. So, <laughs> but anyway, I hope you have an amazing, amazing day. And remember, you are a master manifester. Don't let other people's limiting beliefs limit you. And the law of assumption is the law of your assumption. I hope that you learned something from this episode, and I fully intend that you did. And if you would like to connect with me to discuss anything on the episode, feel free to reach out to me at my email, cardamancybyalice at gmail.com, or connect with me on social media at TikTok at Skellington Grin and on Instagram at Skellington Grin. Love you. Bye. What's up? This is Alice B. Skellinger, your hostess of the Skellington Grin Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, feel free to leave a rating and review. If you would like to open up episode discussion, you can send a direct message to me through Spotify or Anchor, or simply email me at cartomancybyalice at gmail.com. That's C-A-R-T-O-M-A-N-C-Y-B-Y-A-L-I-C-E at gmail.com. I'm also offering tarot readings and tarot 101 coaching and relationship coaching on my website, skellingtongrin.square.site. And if you would like to connect with me on social media, you can do so by following me on TikTok at Skellington Grin and on Instagram at Skellington Grin. I hope you have a wonderful day and I will see you again soon. Bye.